Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Uh, Coach, congratulations. Welcome to the show. Thanks for letting us uh, come up here on campus. There were years with some of my co-hosts that that was, I mean, pretty shaky ground whether or not we'd even be allowed on the campus. But uh, we are thrilled to be here, and I can't tell you how excited and happy I am for you and uh, how impressed I was with your team's performance over the weekend. I tell you what, Justin, I appreciate it, man. I'm excited you guys are here. Really, really do appreciate that. And, you know, you got to know you're always welcome here. But, yeah, man, what an amazing weekend. What an amazing ride. Um, you know, I guess we, you know, we're two days out and it still really does not feel real. Um, you know, when you're, when you're in it, when you're in that playoff run, it's, you know, you don't, you don't take time to stop and look down the road. It's just how do we win this day? How do we, how, how do we do this day well? And, and then you wake up and they're telling you you're the national champion. It's just uh, surreal. Surreal just does not feel real, but an amazing, exciting, uh, awesome experience. Well, again, the way the game played out was not, I don't think what anybody was expecting, the way you guys win it, 38-7. Uh, and that's considering you were down 7 to nothing at one point in the game, which is crazy. But the thing I loved the most was, or one of the things I loved the most, was watching the broadcast, and when they interviewed you after the first quarter, I mean, you were just giddy. And I'm like, you're having fun. It's a stressful thing. You're in a national championship. These are not promised to anybody. You don't know if you'll ever get back here again, and you're out there having a blast. What, what were your emotions at that point and, and through the game? Were you having a good time, or was it nervous energy, or what were you feeling? Well, I'll tell you. You know, our home fans this year have been, man, fantastic. But we also have days, and we've had lots of days, where we we go on the road and, and, you know, we might play in front of what feels like 100 fans. And so to be out there and to have 12,000 strong and with the majority of them being uh, Bison faithful and, and people that were literally there from all over the country, um, and special, special people that I, some of them I hadn't seen since I played here, you know, all of them there with us, pulling for us, and uh, just the energy that created, and and to have your guys, uh, you know, even though it wasn't perfect, man, the kids were playing hard. They were playing so hard for each other, and it was, it was, you know, I know that my interview, I mean, I look like a, a, a complete fool with no composure, <laughs> but I, I really was just having the time of my life. Uh, being in that moment and uh, you know I, I'm, I'm gonna grow up one day and and uh, act more professional but probably not today no we don't Please want you to don't. do that you're gonna fit in right with us perfectly so um, give, give me kind of your thoughts on the matchup and what your expectations were and then how things played out because as we just mentioned you know you, you were telling us off the air that was not you know at all the way you were expecting things to go at the beginning but certainly I would think the rest of the way the the game went not necessarily what you're anticipating either well you know uh, we've never we've never crossed paths with the school of mines. We have very few common opponents. They're a long ways away, but certainly they were, you know, so dominant last year. Let the, let the scoreboard up all year long, and their their quarterback was, you know, really kind of a, a legendary guy. You know, he was the, the won the, the award for the Division Two Player of the Year last year, and you know, you watch all these videos of this guy just being Houdini and making plays and. Um, you know, he was the spirit of that football team. And then our only common opponent this year was Grand Valley. And, and Grand Valley was probably the best team who's ever played on our field. They were fantastic. You know, we won that game 7-6 to six in a physical war. Well, they beat Grand Valley, you know, 34-31 to 31 
to open the season. And I'm like, how how could an offense score 34 points versus Grand Valley? And so that was our only common opponent. And so, you know, uh, you know, when I was being honest with myself, I, I felt like, you know, this was going to be, a, you know, a, a 45 to 44 absolute shootout of a game. And if you know, for us to win this game, you know, our offense is, is going to have a have to have a great day. And, you know, not because our defense is not awesome, but, but man, these guys. They were just really, really good and executed at a really high level. And their lowest scoring game all year was 21 points. So for our, our defense to come out there and, and, and do what they did is just uh, unbelievable, unbelievable. And I, I shouldn't have been surprised. You know, they, they have played at, at a crazy high level all year. And uh, But, but I, you know, I would be lying if I said that I had any clue that that kind of game was coming. I thought two of the biggest plays were – when they drove down inside the red zone, it's fourth and one, and you stopped them both times and kept them off the scoreboard. Is that typical of your defense? Well, uh, boy, it has been this year. <laughs> it has been this year. I, uh, you know, I, I don't know what our percentage was on fourth down, but it's really, really high. And, um, you know, we take great pride on, on both sides of the ball of being the most physical football team and, um, you know, to have the mentality of if it's fourth and one, we're going to get it. If it's fourth and one, you're not going to get it. You know, that is, that's mano mano big on big. And, you know, our D-line, um, those guys have been fantastic all year. Coach Trayvon Bigelow, you know, he was a great, great player here for us, was an All-American here. And Coach Hux last season in 16, he leads that group and, and does a tremendous job with it. But, you know, so they went big personnel, brought extra O lineman in, in, and so we we matched that with an extra D lineman, and um, you know that front seven is 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 dominant, been dominant all year, and so um, certainly was not surprised that they couldn't get one. You also did it largely, or not not exclusively. Certainly, you got players from all over, but I mean there are a lot of guys from Arkansas that made some key plays for you, and Braden Jay was a guy. Again, I haven't watched a lot of your games this year, but. You know that is a guy that stands out, and and Dela Cruz I know is your workhorse this year, but Braden, you know with the three touchdowns and the way he ran away from the defense a couple of times, Cabot native, right? Yeah, you know we we've got a lot of guys on our team that that nobody wanted. I mean, um, you know Dre Hall is a, an elite, elite, elite guy for us. We signed Dre on a thousand dollars, but but Braden Jay was the opposite. You know Braden Jay was a guy that that we all knew, man, this guy is special, this guy is electric. He was the same guy at Cabot. I mean, he was the best player uh, every Friday night. And, um, you know, he has he has been so elite for us. Um, you know, the week before, uh, giant uh, touchdown return, I mean, you know, kickoff return, he blocked punts for us. Um, you know, he he's a little bit like Matt Jones in that, you know, you watch him run and, and it – He's just a lot faster than you think. He just people take bad angles. He glides. He's he's smooth, but you know, Braden also is an awesome teammate. Mm-hmm. He is he is selfless. Uh, he is loved um, on this team and on this campus. Um, he, he is an elite person. You know, comes from a from a coaching family. His dad, Coach Jay, uh, coached the D line there at Cabot for a long, long, long time, and um, you know. Braden is just a great example of what so many of our guys are like. They embrace that it's about us. It's not. It's about us. It's about us. Uh, it's about together. Um, but yeah, he is. He's different. 
he's different. He's special for sure. I was going to ask about, you know, just watching your offense tick. And, and, and again, we're going to heap a lot of praise on the defense, too, and that is remarkable what you guys did against. If you look, if anybody hasn't really paid attention, the Colorado School of Mines, their offense is ridiculously dynamic, one of the best running teams in the country, and they've also got the best quarterback in the country, at least that's what the statistics would say and the Harlan Hill Trophy folks would say. Um, but uh, the way you guys operate and the fact that you take care of the ball as well as you do with all the ball handling, I want to ask about the processes there and how you guys do it so well and, and don't turn it over because that's the one thing about that style of offense. Typically you're going to see, you know, mishandling of the ball. You guys played so clean the other day, and, and obviously 11 fumbles on the year, you played pretty clean through the season. You know, that, that really is the amazing stat. It, it is amazing that we have an offense where every play ends in a in a – basically a car crash and it's so physical so violent and there's so many exchanges and the ball's being pitched in the air and, and to have a, a 11 fumbles just really kind of defies logic uh gigantic testament to that coaching staff uh i don't know how much you know about the story of coach kenny wheaton you know kenny wheaton runs our offense uh he's he's the father of the flex bone but justin kenny wheaton he, he lives uh on lake degray and he drives two hours to practice, gets in a car and drives two hours back home, and has done that for a dozen years now. And for seven years, did it without making a dime. Everything about it really makes no sense whatsoever. But he, it all starts with him. Um, and, he, you know, he, he just uh, is an incredible uh, leader and, and teacher. And then his entire, entire staff, Matt Underwood, who you know is, is fantastic, Coach Chisholm, coaches that old line and does, does such a great job but um coach tucker coaches receivers but if you watch them practice i think you'd be shocked the 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 way they get after it, the tempo the um the discipline but you also you don't, you don't you don't hear anybody yell you know we don't we don't yell at our kids uh why would we we got kids that, that care like crazy and are, and are working um and 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 want to do things the right way you know we turned the ball over one time in four playoff games. And and that's, you know, everybody's M.O. when they come in and attack the Bisons is, you know, we're going to out physical and we're going to knock the quarterback out of the game. We're going to we're gonna make him turn the ball over. Uh, and it just hasn't happened. You know, Blake Dela Cruz, I mean, zero fumbles this year and over 300 carries. Um, and, again, another unreal teammate. He comes from, you know, really, really tough situation with his home life. Uh, but he, he loves his teammates. He is so selfless. Uh, two occasions, I bring Blake in. Blake, I'm so proud of you. Listen, we have a little bit more scholarship money that, that I want to I give you and help you out. I know you're borrowing money. you got loan money. And both times, you know, Coach Simmons, I, I'm okay. I'm, I'm good. I want, you know, I want you to help somebody else. Um, I'm like, dude, you're not good. You don't even have a car. You ha- when you're good, you're not good. And he said, Coach, I'm, it's, it's about us. It's about the brotherhood. And, uh, you know, that kind of men- mentality, when your best players have that kind of mentality, it trickles down to everybody. And, and that really is the foundation of, of why we've been able to win is because we, we really do have guys that, that love and buy in at a level that's unheard of in today's culture. Well, you know, they, were, they brought the stat up the other day on the broadcast, too. The fact that he had one carry for loss this year. In 250 whatever carries, I mean, is insane. Over 1,500 yards, one two-yard loss. I mean, it's just the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. And then you know, Brayton's about right there. I mean, he carried it uh, 86 times, 
and had 15 lost yards over the year. I mean, it's just insane, the numbers and the efficiency with which your offensive line, you know, obviously gets a good push and protects your run game. Um, and, again, the way these guys get the job done. It's just it's incredible. Really, all the things are, are remarkable, and I'm sure we'll, we'll talk more about that as we go through. I want to ask you about bigger picture, about what you think this means for the community, what this means for the university, and then also what it means for the football program going forward. I know you already have a ton of support. We're talking about a new – you know, weight facility going in over here uh, across the field, but uh, I got to think this will only increase the level of interest and, and support you guys will get nationally. Yeah, you know, I'm going to start with the tertiary, and I can tell you that when I became the head coach, uh, I had you know two things that were really, really important to me. Number one, you know, I wanted to embrace the the brotherhood. You know, I, I wanted every single old Bison to know that they've got a home here on our sideline i wanted them to feel loved and i wanted to do things in a way that would make them proud not not on the scoreboard but of how we work how we compete how we love each other but the other thing was um you know we have a lot of awesome people in our community that have never really been harding people they they didn't grow up uh being a part of this community and, and maybe even didn't feel uh super wanted uh or, or included you know, going back way back, and um, man, that that makes me sick. And um, that anybody would be in this community and, and not feel wanted, um, you know, around here. And so, man, tearing down any wall that might exist, and 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 making everybody um, in this community know we we want you with us, we want you beside us, we we want to be together, we want to represent Cersei and White County in the right way. Uh, we want you to know that every single one of you is wanted in our stands. I've never wanted to look into our stands and see what I would say. This is a Harding crowd. I mean, I want it to be a Searcy, a White County, an Arkansas crowd. And so, uh, you know, the suggestion that maybe we have done things in a way that, that could make um, the leaders in our community and the people in, in this community proud of us, uh, man, is so awesome and is so humbling. Then beyond that, that – uh, the 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 entire state will be pulling for us and um, man you know my my we got in, what do you do you win a nice championship well, what do you do next well for me I got in the, the minivan with my wife and kids and we went to Waterburger and then drove home um, my wife who is a champion she's unbelievable she drove and and I spent you know six hours trying to respond to text because I'm not going to have somebody reach out to me that I don't respond to and I'm just not going to do that. And so many texts from old special bisons, but then, then beyond that, uh, you know, people from this state that I respect greatly that I've never met in my life. You know, um, you know, Coach Walker from ULR. I don't, I don't know him at all. And for him to reach out and say, "Man, we're behind you. We're pulling for you." Um, man, you know, Dave Van Horn. I mean, what a, what a legendary presence. I mean, I hold that guy in the highest regard as a leader of men, but as a coach and. Um, but I, I never met him. I don't know him. And so when I get a text that says, Coach, my wife and I, we watched every snap, every snap, and we're so proud of you guys. Man, that, that blew me away. Governor Huckabee, I, I, don't, I don't know her. Yeah. I mean, you know, Coach, you've made the state proud. Um, that, that, to me, is I'm, – I'm a loyalty guy. Yeah. I mean, I've had two jobs in my life. I've been here 18 years. In my house, my kids know you cheer for the Bisons and you cheer for the hogs, and that's it. You know, when, when you know, several years ago, my youngest son comes in, and 
hey, Dad, you know, I'm, 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 a, I'm an Ohio State fan. I'm like, no, you're not. Not, not in this house you're not. You chip <laughs> the, the, the bisons and the hogs. That's it. I mean, you pull for where you're from. All right. Right? I mean, well, Dad, right now, we, I, don't, I, I don't care. You, you pull for where you're from. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, for, for, for me to feel like the state is proud of us, Oh, it's it's it is awesome and it's humbling and I love it. Any of your hunting buddies reach out? Uh, I, I, I you know, I I run around with a bunch of guys that are awesome. Bob Miller, that's you know, that's my buddy from that that uh, we hunt with, and I own the Bulldog Restaurant forever. He mm-hmm. he's my favorite uh, hunting buddy, and uh, a lot of those guys had had a giant watch party and and uh, pulled for us, and um, you know, I've had a couple of neat messages from. From some of the other folks that have, that have hunted with us recently, um, I, I even got a got a got a really neat message from from, uh, from Mr. Costner uh, yesterday, which was uh, really really cool. And it was it was not a, a typical congratulations. It was uh, a lot more in depth and uh, very neat, very humbling that we got a message from from over in California. Did, so, he, did he say anything about Jewel wanting to sing the national anthem here next year or anything? Uh, he, he he didn't mention Jewel. Okay, well, just checking. <laughs> Can't hurt to ask, you know, but uh, maybe we can work on that for next year. Was was there a time during the game that you knew because of the offense and the way it was clicking that you had them? Well, I'm going to tell you the way things go for us, you know, um, one of the hard things about our offense is, you know, you don't really know what to expect as far as how teams are going to defend you. You know, everybody, uh, what we do is so different that you got to defend it different. And so we spend a lot of our time during the week, you know, speculating on what we're going to see. And so it's not uncommon for us to come out and on the first drive, you know, we, we see a look or a front that, that, is, that we weren't expecting. And most of the time, our first drive is our worst drive because it just takes the coaches a little bit of time. And so when we came out and, and, you know, the first play was a giant run, and you could just tell right then that they didn't have a good plan. Uh, and, and that's the whole key. I mean, if we played – the greatest assembly of assemble, uh, assembly of talent in the world, but you got a wrong plan, you're going to get gashed. And, and they did not have a great plan. And that first drive, it was evident. And I, I think there was kind of a belief that, you know, they couldn't stop us. At, at halftime, I said to the defense, guys, you guys are playing unbelievable. But do you realize they've had four possessions and we're up 21-7. to seven. The way our offense is playing, it feels like it feel, if we just get one or two stops, this thing is over because they cannot stop our offense right now, and they never did. I mean, we punted in the fourth quarter uh, with, with young guys in the ball game. Um, Just because you and, wanted your punter to get some time? Yeah, it was. played in the game? It, it really was a master class on execution uh, and, and all the things that, that make um, this offense and this team special. It was about us. So many guys were dominant. It's never a one-man show, and that's – you know, when we recruit somebody, whether they're a, a, a slot or a receiver or whatever it is, it's the first question is, are, do you care more about your stats or do you care about winning? Because if it's about your stats, this is the wrong place. If it's about your, you know, no no entitlement, no arrogance, it's about us. You know, if you're a slot here, you might go for 175 uh, one week, and the next week you might get two touches because this offense is all about taking what the defense gives you and, and uh, that's really, really evident. And from day one, it's, it's not going to be about you. It's about us. And so make a decision right now. Do you want to win or do you want to um, highlight your stats? Um, and, you know, we're throwback in that way. 
um, and in every other way, we try to be counterculture. Um, I have a, a leaders eat last mentality. I like that. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. 